Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Helen Thorne. I'm Ellie Gibson. And do you know what, Ellie? Yes, I do know what. Well, go on, say it anyway. I'll say it anyway for the listener. It's Richard Herrings on the podcast. Yay. It's Richard Herrings. <laughs> I love Richard Herrings. I can't believe it. He's my favourite member of the Herrings family. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. This guy that's sitting with us uh, for free uh, is a comedian, a podcaster, an author and a dad. Yes. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I like that you specified it was free, just to be made clear to Richard at the top of the the podcast there will be no fee for this just appearance. turn my phone off but I'll turn it back on and call my agents <laughs> <laughs> the hell is this yes how are you Richard we jo- join you in your dressing room yes mm. just yeah. before I'm doing my penultimate recording of Leicester Square Theatre which is Leicester Square Theatre podcast today as we're recording this so I'm in my yeah rather is it hot in here or is it yes, just me yes it's always fucking hot it's too hot and, or too cold uh, yeah and uh, a bit tired but I'm okay you're going to be all right. Yeah, we'll get yeah. through this. I think I'll be fine. Obviously. It's just all it is is forty minutes of me and a loud Australian. What could possibly go wrong? It's like a great time. I think you should have paid us to be here, Ellie. Honestly. Yeah, so let's kick off. Richard Herrings, tell us about your family. <laughs> My family. I have a wife and two small children. I've got a three and a half year old. Well, approach is approaching four already now, and uh, one year old. He's just one, thirteen months now. I think he is. Um, oh, uh, so, <laughs> so it's, you... been, it's been quite a hellish year of yeah. the second child. That's what I was always told. My yeah. had an older brother, and he said the hardest three years of my life were the first three years of the second child. Yes. So basically, your life's going to be shit for another two years, Richard. Yeah, That's what it's we're been, saying it's been difficult. It's been surprising difficult. I don't know whether. He's lovely, but, but you know. He's I lovely, prefer, but. I prefer the other one. I prefer just having one. Yeah, no, it's, it's, also, so much it's, it's very difficult being the second one because the third, the gold one's much more interesting, obviously, and, yeah. and does stuff and sits down. Yeah. And all you're doing with him is. And he's, he's a very cheerful and but boisterous and and won't stand still or think it's walking now. Yeah. Sit still, and if you put him in anything, you you get tries to get out head first, you know. So if, right. he's, in, if he's in a high chair and you leave him, you come back and you find him dangling out of the high yeah. chair. Yeah. And you go, he's going to kill himself. Great. No, um, you so... just got the, the constant eye twitch and the fear. <laughs> I had a girl first, and it's really similar, like two and a half years gap. And we're like, oh, we know how to do kids. She's lovely. She just draws and does puzzles. And the boy came and was like, I'm going to destroy this house. I'm going to destroy your marriage. Ah! And then we eventually loved him. So that <laughs> <laughs> He loves yeah. his new family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's been, t- it's been a tough year, yeah. uh, just of tiredness. He was he didn't sleep as well. He's sleeping a bit better now, but yeah, it's just uh, 
It's a strain, isn't it? Yeah, it's really yeah. It's, it's a real mix of just like yes. complete rage and madness, and then weird, like tear jerkingly extreme love. It's yes. really yeah. It's, yeah. that's fucking knackering. <laughs> and and you're not young. That's a, <laughs> I was going to say. So so Helen writes the running. <laughs> I patronisingly put my hand on his shoulder as well. <laughs> you're very old. <laughs> going to read you out the second line on the running yeah. order let's be honest you're not a young dad <laughs> she might as well have gone Richard you're fucking old I am I am what's old what's that like I am old so it's, um, look, it's, it's not to look at you it's just that I've, I've, I've seen posters and you did announce quite publicly you yeah. were 50 yes yeah, so I'm 50 <laughs> I'm 50 I'm 50 I'm 51 <laughs> what are you talking about I've seen posters and unlike most humans you have aged over the years Richard um, what happened <laughs> what went <laughs> It is true that I've left it a little late, yes. both for love and for <laughs> family. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I'm not sure. I'm th- I think there's lots of advantages to it. I'm yeah. very glad I didn't have kids when I was in my twenties. No, because I I, well, it didn't. It wouldn't really have worked with who I was and where I was, and I don't think I'd have been a great dad. I really want to have kids now, and I'm mainly delighted to have them, <laughs> despite the exhaustion. Uh, and you know, so I think you're you're more involved, I think, than I yeah. might than I might have been. And uh, and it sort of does mainly keep you young, apart from the bits where it makes you feel very very old. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just the getting out of bed thing where you're like, oh, I've got to go do this all again. Yeah. It's like Groundhog Day, just like, it yes, is, it is. So, yeah, so, but you know, I was waking up at six o'clock anyway because I was, I'm getting old and so, like, yeah. I might as well wake up at six o'clock and change your shitty nappy, mightn't I? Yeah. Why not? And do a pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. But did you, so, because did you, because as we said, just to be clear, you're not a young dad. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned that. So, just to reiterate that. He's first, very yeah. old. Yes. There, are, there are older dads. There, yes. are. there are, aren't they? Yeah, so did, did you sort of see then your mates kind of having kids and like when did you did you look at that and kind of go oh is they're making heavy weather of this I'll I'll, I'll be I'll nail this <laughs> um no I mean they didn't really they didn't, I didn't really talk to my friends very much but a lot of my friends have left it quite late some of them I've got a couple of friends who've got like now 18 year olds or 19 year olds so that's kind of weird um but they were I don't know how how involved they were as dads um, I, w- I always thought I'd be quite a good dad, and I think I am quite a good dad. But it's but the thing that surprised me is that, that you sort of assume kids will just love you, yeah, because <laughs> you're there. <laughs> I'm here, am I? And my daughter is very, you know, makes it very hard to be affectionate. She does, she gives out affection very lightly, you know, oh, okay. not very, uh, very the opposite of lightly. Yeah, you know, the you other day, the other day we were walking along and said, well, "Do you want to hold my hand, Daddy?" As we were on a walk, on a walk, and I think partly because she was worried she might fall over. And I thought, ah, <laughs> oh, you know, but it's like once every six months I get yeah. like a, a hug, a little crumb. Or, you know, if I, if I kiss, she goes, "Get off me, man!" <laughs> my son, my son is too young to to uh, to, to reject to reject. <laughs> All that to look so he gets lots of kisses. Oh, and he can't crawl uh, away fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but so I, you know, I always, when I was a kid, I always wanted to have kids. I was the youngest yeah. kid by my, my brother and sister, were like five years older than me, uh, five or six years older than me, and I, and I thought, you know, I, I always wanted a baby brother or baby sister. Yeah. And so I, and I remember being at school when I was fourteen, saying, oh, "I want kids because you carry it's you carrying on your your line and all this." And all yeah. my friends looking at me like I was mental. Yeah, it's interesting because I talk about this sometimes with some, you know, like sometimes I have a guest on this. I think Richard Osman has got grown up. Kids and is about the same age as me, yeah. you know. And you sort of think, well, actually, would that be? Is that quite a good? Is it quite good to? Kn-? I think I've all the time I wasted my twenties and thirties, and all the time I was lonely and sad, and you know. <laughs> 
and actually to get through that, yeah, be divorced, yes, and nice. then single again in your fifties, you can have the time of your life because you've done it all, and then you're not looking for anyone to have a family with. That's the dream. So, yeah. so it might be better to wait till you're rich. I'm, yeah. I'm really mainly thinking of Richard Osmond here. <laughs> he does wear a nice he's, suit. He's tall and rich, and yeah. your kid's growing up and you're single. Maybe he's just like... wag his willy wherever you like. <laughs> he's, the man's drowning in badge, real name. Absolutely. Absolutely drowning in it. I think he's got, I think he's got a girlfriend now. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, well, yeah. Well, All right, he said to me. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh. So, we're, we're, let's get into the comedy chat. Yes, okay, so we've done the podcast. family chat. Um, I'm going to read you some more gems from Helen's running okay. order, word for word. Richard Herrings, <laughs> you've been doing this comedy stuff for a few years now. Been, yes, because yeah. that's how I got old. The research is coming through. Yeah. I really can see yeah. it. Uh, I'm sure everyone asks you, ask you, yeah. not asks, I'm sure everyone asks you about your most favourite show or moment. But what have been your favourite moment on stage? Right. Everyone asks you, so I'm going to ask you again. I'm not even going to bother to get the plurals right in the fucking question. No, well, you used up a lot of the S's in my name. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, I think uh, my favourite moment was because I'd, I'd always been. I'd, I started out doing stand up uh, and, and writing and with Stuart, obviously, and doing. And then we sort of formed into double act. And I didn't really enjoy doing stuff on my own. I felt better working with other people and the TV shows we did were kind of a group thing and sketches and, and double act rather than stand-up. And so I think my my the, the moment when I did the show called Christ on the Bike in, after Lee and Herring had, had broken up or had been forced to stop by the BBC not giving us any more work and, uh, and I was really nervous about doing a show on my own. It was more of a theatre show but it was all sort of stand-up-ish. Uh, and there was a mo- there was a bit in that which is this I do like quite a long routine about the first page of the gospel according to Matthew which is all the begat 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 thing but I've learnt it and then get angry about it uh, and I think there was, a, there was when I first did Edinburgh and it'd been a little bit rocky getting there and I got there and people were coming and there was a bit in the routine where I'd look in the audience and the audience were like rocking their heads rocking back with laughter. And I was also knew that the really funny bit of the routine hadn't come yet. And this oh. hardly ever happens, does it? Yeah, it's a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> a, where people are rocking their heads with laughter at B. And just the power of that. I suddenly realised that the power of being a solo performer and why so many solo performers go insane. Because <laughs> if you feel like a god, if you, get, yeah. if you get an audience like that. But just having an audience in the palm of your hand that much and them, la- them crying with laughter and pain from mm. laughing and knowing that the, the real punchline of the routine is yet still to come. You know, because in that show... I, I had like a stand. I had a like st- mic in a stand because uh, it felt like a stand-up show. But I had a lapel mic on as well, which was what was actually recorded the sound, and, the, and that mic wasn't on. And I just oh. basically clung to it because like, yeah, uh, yeah. I was so scared about performing on my own. So it was it was a big pivotal moment in, in my career. You know, obviously the, the double the double act feels like a significant part of my career, but it's actually twenty years ago, and it's only even if you take that in, you know, it's only a third of my career that, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that part of my uh, career so it's, it's sort of interesting to that, to that that was the moment I think that, that mm. sort of was, was that meant the most to me I think yeah so you must be sick of talking about the double act so let's talk about the double act <laughs> <laughs> people don't talk about that much anymore so I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know let's, 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 let's fill 20 minutes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well most people don't remember it so it's, it's not really you know it's not really it's so long ago people I meet people at gigs and they look to me so young and they go oh, I used to love this morning Richard on Judy usually because that was on in the daytime uh, and you go but you can't have seen but they were watching it they were nine years old you know when yeah. their, their parents were at church or no one was expecting something 
so subversive <laughs> and so like we had banana this, man all we, you guys yeah. Yeah. yeah so we really so we really you know got this this generation of young kids <laughs> who became sort of obsessed we've indoctrinated oh. them all I still have the Fist of Fun book it's still my most treasure present the, the page about badminton it yes, still makes me laugh oh that's nice well we did we used to we worked really really hard as that double act and we wrote loads and loads of material and we wanted to make that book really good We but you know there were so many cash in comedy books you'd get that were just pictures of everyone and no content and or just repeated content uh, but yeah so we worked pretty hard so we worked very hard on everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. stupidly hard well um, I guess we'd like to ask your advice really yeah. wouldn't we like how because we've been together for five years yeah now. yes so and like we started off actually doing the podcast and then we did the live show and then off that we wrote a book and all yeah. this sort of stuff and now we're you know sleeping together <laughs> yeah and basically there's three in our marriage now yeah. so I, like I Ellie and I have opened up a joint account you know like which, wait, which one of us is Camilla Parker <laughs> I really hope it's not me I'd take one of the other ones I think it's it's difficult but I think it some double acts just seem to you know some double acts get on with each other their whole life Anton Deck seem to be yeah very friendly throughout everything uh, and uh, and some people you know with me and Stu we didn't we didn't get together thinking we are going to work together for 10 years yeah. we were quite different we were really young as well mm. and both kind of ambitious in different ways and, and Stu suddenly wanted really to do stand up even before we started doing the double act yeah. um, and was doing the stand up all the so there was always, it was always like pulling apart a little bit we're friendly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remain mainly friendly and I don't really see him very much anymore so it's but it's um, so I think just being communication and honesty the, the, the stuff I did with Andrew Collins, which was my. Um, Sorry. It's all right. Are you delivering food? Give me some food. Just breathe. Well, don't stand there and make it worse. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, what have you got? Out. What's he got? Oh, he's got, got a, a, I've, got, oh. I've got an alumi sandwich. Oh, oh hang on. I already spilt one of those last two weeks ago. And uh, so, yeah, with me and Andrew, we've got, we're getting on pretty well. And then we did this podcast for, for three or four years. And then he sort of took this job. We, we were doing a radio show together. And then he took on the radio show without me with someone else. But didn't really just, <sighs> didn't really discuss it with me, and I would have got over it. But it was sort of like a, it was just a weird thing to do. No, just, but I think, but yeah. I think out of embar- out of his embarrassment or him his need, you know, I think he was worried about his, his you know how he's making money and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And as well, you know, but it also the danger is, you know, in that double act, I was a sort of slightly bullying force in the double act, and I think, so, you know, I don't know whether it sort of spilt over into real life a little bit or whatever. Um, so you know, I think that lack of communication, though, both ways. He, yeah. he should have said, "Look, I'm not happy with the way this is going," or he should have said, "You know, also, if he just come and said, look, I'm going to do this thing," I would have said to him, "Don't do it because it's a mistake for you to do this," which yeah. it was. I knew it was, and it yeah. was, and, and he did it for four weeks. Maybe he sort of secretly knew as well. Well, he was just—he was really dependent on the work with the channel that we were working with, and he thought, you know, and he. But they were basically using him as this dog's body to come in and do stuff whenever they needed someone, and it was yeah. clear that they were going to dump him as well. <laughs> so, so he, we were just getting to point where and that's why you know that's why I started doing this less square when we were doing a double act to get a, a podcast together and then that ended and then I thought well I'll just uh, maybe I can do it with other you know you talking yeah. to a different person every week the difficulty is you're just intense and you know and with me and Stu we were working together we were in each other's pockets for 10 years yeah and we we were really we came together because we had a very similar sense of humor though quite a different way of approaching it but we really made each other laugh and we had really similar and interesting ideas and we sparked off each other really well I think yeah um and uh, but then you know then you you weren't thinking and then we'll be living in a house together and then we'll be working together every day. Oh, so you're living together as well. We, we lived, when we moved to London, we, we lived in the same house for a couple of a year and a half, I think. Before oh, that's he, a he lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, but then even when we weren't living together, we were seeing each other six days a week, probably writing. 
nearly all the time and then you know tra- and touring together and traveling together and he was you know pulling off in one direction and I was sort of trying to go well look we put so much work into this it'd be crazy to stop doing this and it, you know it ended because the BBC didn't give us another series and we so there wasn't we, a day where you sat down and went right no I've had enough I think we worked very well together but I think it was also really good for us to go off and be able to do our own thing yeah. uh, and you know we've we've both managed to make a certain degree of success in that uh, as solo acts as well so you know that's that's uh, but uh, yeah I mean I think things happen at the right times you know if you if it's not working out there's no point in but the key is as you say communication and honesty isn't it so it is. Helen it's about time we had a chat I'm sorry to do this in front of you Richard um, I know you're about to do a show no, but uh, I think it helps to have a third party oh, absolutely it makes uh, it less weird yeah yeah uh, okay First of all, you owe me £8 from that kebab last week. Right. Yeah, because It we... seems to me female comedians are much better at it than Do you think about so? double acts. Yeah, because I think it's much more like a friend thing, and I think with men, not, I mean, in me and Stuart, they're like the least manly men in the world, but there's an element of competitiveness, I think, in, in men that you're still, as, as much as you're together, you're still trying to add to still each other. You're trying to be the top you're, dog. You know, and, that, and, that, and within the, the double acts I've worked on, I've kind of wanted to go, well, why, you know, why would you do that? We're trying, we're, this is a thing that's moving together. We, it benefits us both if, it, if we're not competing, but I think there's still a competitive element to myself, you know, and, and especially when you're younger. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. Like Pete Ellie's husband said to me, uh, "You've made our marriage better." I'm basically blowing smoke up my own ass, but I I think I'm a better person with my own husband because I. Uh, no, now I'm going to sound really weird. I was like, I feel fulfilled in another <laughs> way, and then I can, you know, I'll be nice to him. But it is really nice having. Like, I, I think that we work out things really well. I'm like, oh, actually, that's a nicer way of saying that to that person. <laughs> Other than saying, fucking hell, why haven't you put the bins out? Like, yeah. actually, like I've become a better better negotiator. And I don't know what I'm going with this. Better human. I'm basically saying, saying me, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All, I'm saying relations, all relations are difficult, difficult aren't they? So it's, yeah. difficult, it's difficult being in a partnership with someone that you're romantically involved with and then who you become a, a, yeah. a parent with, which is a very different job than what yes. you start out as. <laughs> what are you so, talking about? Having kids has done wonders for us. Oh, our sex life so, is absolutely oh. off the hook. Could not love him more. Yes. Really. Oh, yes. so Never funny. a crossword. <laughs> so much energy for each other. Yes. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Let's do a game, Helen. Yes. And it's called Mystery or Skill Industrial or Aztec Zone. Let's find out. It's called Did Our Husbands Really Do That? Okay. Okay, so we're going to list some things our husbands have done, and you have to guess whether they've done it or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, Now, Richard Herrings, did my husband write in a birthday card, and it started like this, these are the five things I love about you, but then only wrote two things. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be true. It is true. It's got to be true. Yeah, yeah, very. Good. And not only that, what did he, how did he explain that to you? He didn't say I ran out of time or I lost no, my, my pen. Ran out. Think of anything else. <laughs> didn't even start a new card. Anyway, uh, so when yeah. you're doing that, just put these are the and leave that blank. Yeah, reasons then, I love you, and then work out how many. Reasons. Yeah, little. Yeah, and these are the two reasons I love you. If which you're listening, be... husband. Yes. Did my husband really do this? Mow half the lawn. Well, I mean, I'd have thought so. <laughs> I, I, uh, I tried. I started mowing the lawn. We got a very tiny lawn, but it was growing quite a lot. And I started strimming it. It was a bit wet, and it was just going into the strimmer. So I stopped. So I did literally that much, which is like you know, uh, for the people at home, maybe a meter. Oh, nice, nice Of touch. the garden and then left the rest. So I think your husband did. Why did you do that? Because it was too difficult to it's get. Just too it. Difficult. It was too difficult. <laughs> And, uh, do you know what? The number of times I've had the conversation <laughs> with my husband, why did you do that? Because it was too difficult. Too difficult. Couldn't work out. They sort of assume with tools that you'll have a certain level of understanding of them. So I'd, A, it was all clogging up the thing with wet grass. So I thought I'd wait till it's dry. And B, I'd, I'd got a sort of bald patch in the garden. So I was experimenting <laughs> with the climate. Now we're just going to pay a man. Be thrilled. We're going to pay a man £25 to come every two weeks to that do it. That is the correct man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there is this pressure on men to know how to like? It's assumed that you know how to change a plug and put up shelves and mow the lawn. Well, no one assumes it of me. I, I, <laughs> I can do. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I can do like if I can do anything. I was my parents were around and they've only been around at my new house once. And I was changing a light bulb and my dad was going oh, on a ladder. And my dad's going, oh look, he's doing all right. He's changing a light. <laughs> so literally, that's how so low. Proud. That's how low the expectation is. <laughs> my wife just doesn't let me put flat pack stuff together because we just end up rowing. My, my daughter got this Ikea kitchen thing for Christmas and I was really looking forward to putting it together as the, my Christmas thing. Oh, you yeah. like it, yeah. Well, yeah. I'd like to have done it just because it felt like this was yes. then. And Daddy then made she, this for and you. And then she insisted on doing it with her brother in front of me and I wasn't allowed to tell because <laughs> she knew we'd argue with each other if we yeah. tried to do it together. Oh, me and Pete once had... Um, we, we bought two identical Ikea bookshelves and he was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do it. And I was like, I, I can do it just as well as you. In fact, let's have a race. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really, it became apparent quite quickly that he was much better at it. So I hid three of the screws from his... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we continue the game? Yes. yes. I was right, so he did do half the... Yes, so uh, the, the full story is he, he decided to start mowing the lawn yeah. four minutes before he had to pick up my son from school. Yeah, it feels oh. like you can do it in four minutes, but you can't. Yeah. You really can't. You uh, it's quite a big lawn, and that was two weeks ago, and the lawn remains unmowed. <laughs> so now no, it's just like know, a sort of shit haircut. It'll all just grow into the same length, and then he can do it all again. Will so it? There's... Hey, you're the expert, <laughs> Richard. The bit, that I've, uh, the bit that I made bald is it hasn't really grown back. Oh. And then oh, the dog dear. dug up a bit of it. it was, we, we spent a lot of money getting some grass in. So well. now it just looks like you've buried a body. <laughs> <laughs> you've dismembered someone. I filled in the hole with some... Um, with some compost, basically, because I couldn't find enough soil. Right. And the soil was all over the place. I just got some bag of compost and put it in there. So it's the wrong colour. Oh, <laughs> that's a nice touch. 
Good. Just Monty Don stuff. would be so thrilled. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how we do it. Okay. Um, after my 40th birthday, um, we had a, a shag, and my husband, or did my husband say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's the first time I've fucked a 40 year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because we've been going out for 20 years. Yeah, that's so, nice um, to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I could have been having sex with people in their 20s all that yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I just thought that was a weird thing to say. Like, he, he was really proud. He's like, I've like, like I fucked an old woman. I was like, yeah, congratulations. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, my wife's a little younger than me as well. Okay. So I think she. And when we got together, I was 40 and she was 27. Yes. And that seemed okay. Mm-hmm. But when I turned 50, she suddenly went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like she hadn't realised that this was what yeah, was Yeah, that you were just sort of no, staying 40. She, she, and then she just catches up. She was like, hey, it just evens out. That's how it works out. And so I think <laughs> she, she's realised. She was like you. She was like, but on your posters, you look so young. <laughs> I didn't know you would age, Richard Harris. What's going on? So I think she's then realised, you know, I'll be 60 and she'll be still quite young and I'll be 70, she'll be She hasn't still done the math, as they and say so, you know, in America. And so, I think she's then... Reg- she's, well, I've got her now, there's no way out. There's yeah, no rings on the finger. literally fucked it. Yeah. No, <laughs> no so, yeah, so, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. surprised you'd never have sex with a 40-year-old, though. I know. I, I had a sex with a 42-year-old when I was 22, I think. Was that good? No, it was terrible. <laughs> I won't tell Will. <laughs> You've got two more years, darling, and then it's awful. I don't think she represents all 42-year-old women, though. And there was as much, yeah, that we were very drunk. I think it was the problem. Yeah, that doesn't aid things. No. I had high sex. Remember I told you that the yeah. other day? That yeah. was really nice. Anyway. Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded quite young and groovy. <laughs> that was really nice. Like you were talking about the Bake Off fight. Uh, anyway, uh, did my husband once say to me, don't worry, maybe in a few years you can have plastic surgery. Surgery. I don't think he did say that. Come on, there must be some that they didn't say. <laughs> Bearing in mind what <laughs> over the course of this game. I mean, I'm going to be compared to him. It's a funny stretch that we've called a game. I think it's more therapy Is for it us, just you yeah. saying a lot of things? It's, <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just us <laughs> complaining. And then we're going, yes, you, they have said that. Yeah, just yeah. letting off, basically. Yes, yeah. he did say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you have plastic surgery now. I know, exactly right. I mean, exactly. not that you need it. If you ever want to look like you did on those posters, <laughs> maybe you should think about it. Okay? A little nip and tuck. Uh, did my husband really say, I think there's a problem with the washing machine? And when I said, why is that, darling? He said, obviously, I wouldn't use the word darling. Uh, did he say, because three of my pairs of jeans have shrunk? <laughs> and I said, what do you mean, shrunk? And he went, well, they're very tight around my middle. <laughs> And did I genuinely have to explain to him that he was just drinking too much fucking Cronenberg? I think that probably happened, yes. That absolutely happened. Yes. Have you got anything uh, you've said or done that you regret to your wife, Richard? I mean, probably. You should have told me before and I could have made it long. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are just uh, too awful to, to say. We'll get her on the podcast next, show. Yeah, ask, ask her about it. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. You know, I think, I think I'm pretty... She doesn't agree... I think I'm a pretty good husband. I, work, I think I work very hard for the family and at home. I, I, ne- I love putting the bins out. I hear this Ooh. from women all the time. I'm just obsessed with the bins and the dishwasher. You don't have to worry about any of that. Wow. Oh, but that, see, that can be... See, my husband is obsessed with the dishwasher yeah. to the point that if I've stacked the dishwasher, he will come yeah, and restack. unstack yeah, the dishwasher and restack it correctly. It wrong. 
<laughs> do you rinse? Are you a pre rinse? Sometimes do, but not always. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, okay. do you rinse? No. 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 So very good. It's called a dishwasher. That's what it does. <laughs> it goes in, it comes out, it gets put away. Yeah. Ne- nearly always. Sometimes I just put some of it in the draining rack, but nearly always. Yeah. Oh. So I'm pretty good at that. I, you know, I'm looking forward to dying so that my wife then appreciates how much I did. Yeah, that'll, that'll that's, the only way, that's the only way she's going to find out. <laughs> What do I do with this dishwasher? The thing is, you know, women don't make it because whatever you do, they'll complain about it. So you might as well do nothing. That's what most husbands realise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might as well not do any of this stuff because you're going to get it in the ear anyway. Yeah. So most men just go, I won't do anything. And then when they say do the bins, I'll just do the bins, which I would have done anyway because bins are great. It's a very, it's a very quick win doing yeah. a bin, isn't it? You feel like you're John just, two dicks. I, I just love all. I love putting things in. I love. I love having as many bins as possible. <laughs> putting things in the right bin. Putting the bins at the right time. Yes. Making sure that you're uh, using as much of the bin line as possible. Mm-hmm. So that ecologically speaking, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like a Tetris, you it doesn't save get the much slot. money. But like, if I, you know, sometimes people like will. If you've got like a carrier bag in a bin in one of the rooms, and there's just a couple of things in it, they'll throw that whole thing away. No, and you go no, well, either. Tip that into another bin. Oh, it goes. The ghost is so bored. Yes. The bin chats that he's just fucked off. You know, make sure the plastic carry bag's full so you can put, and then you just put that in the outside bin. So I mean, when if you, you want to do a podcast about bins, yeah. I, you can do a podcast about bins. We should. Like, yeah. When you said you've got a lot more time now, you're not yeah. touring anymore. <laughs> this is what this is, is what we're doing. Yeah. We've got, do you have do you have a food a food bin for the food? In yes, we do. Yeah, I love that. compost bin. I love Lewis that. And and I get, I'll get all, all the crumbs it. and I'll put whatever crumbs are and I'll, I'll carry oh. them across and put them in there, even if it's just like a tiny handful of crumbs. <laughs> do I you, love uh, it. How do you feel about Brabantia as a bin brand? Uh, we did have one, and in the end, it was taken up chops room in the kitchen, and it wasn't. We had one of those because. When I first moved into the house, we, yeah. you obviously have a lot of rubbish when you first moved in. And yeah. The bins were done, basically done every two weeks but on rotation. And we, they were getting too full. So I got all those brand new ones that you're meant to be able to crush the rubbish Ooh. down. It doesn't work, though. Right. A, a, the bin liner comes off too much. B, it doesn't really... You can just crush it down effectively with your hand. I thought it was going to be like a yeah. some kind of vacuum in there that would seal it, but it's just... Why you are not on Jonathan Ross every week no, talking about this, I just don't know. I, 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 no, I, I would like to know more. Yeah, so... Oh, well, let, got, let me got, leave you to it. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a... You, you, have to, you have to listen to my stone-clearing podcast next. That's what you have to do. So you actually have done a podcast about... I, I go around my local field and doing a, uh, my dog walk and take stones off the field and I'm trying to build a wall around the field. It's quite a big field. Right. Wow. Is it anywhere near Mexico? Is it? Anywhere? <laughs> it could be an idea for Donald Trump. So that's that's my new podcast. Got to number four in the iTunes charts. So you know. Wow. So you that's know that's than us, yeah. No, it's, Don't but, waste your time with all this clever oh, thinking of questions. Shit, we're going to have to cancel that stone theory <laughs> podcast idea. Cancel that. Okay. Let's oh. just do the bin chat one. <laughs> no, yeah, it's much better. All right, well, I think that's the game done. I think Richard won. I think yeah. he's I, a good, yeah, you're I a good think, man, yeah. Richard. I think, Thank yes. I, just know, I know men. Now it's time for the flogging your book section. <laughs> Yay! Flog your book. Flog your book. Okay. Oh, is that the theme? It's your theme tune now. <laughs> yeah. That was. Is that all it? That's all it is. Yeah. Just one it. note. Yeah. Good. Flog right, your book. Flog your book. Yeah. No, got it. Yeah. All right. Great. So, <laughs> what's your book called, Richard? It's called Emergency Questions. A thousand and one emergency questions. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation starters or something, isn't it? Uh, a thousand and one conversation savers. Savers for, for any occasion. Every occasion. For every occasion. <laughs> His it's publishers called, are going to be thrilled. It's called emergency questions, really. So I've been doing this. Comes out of my podcast where yeah. I, when I run out of things to say, which you 
Guys don't seem to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not with a running order like this. I, I, I decided to come up with sort of stupid questions to just chuck in just yeah. to, to fill the awkward silences. And then I realised people were using them in their real lives. And then I realised that we, there was maybe a some money a in market. it. Well, a market, there's a money and a market for it. But what what works quite well in, the, in my podcast is that people obviously ask the same question. So I've been yeah. asked that question about being on. What's your favourite moment <clears> being on stage a million times? So yeah. I have an answer prepared for it. But no one's asked me. Have you ever been in a canoe uh, in an interview before? Have so people asked you about your bins? Sometimes. They've not twice. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever heard another interview with me. Um, so, you know, sometimes the mundane ones are quite interesting, but the surreal ones, which kids are really good at. So yeah. sometimes parents will send me their kids' ones, and I'll go, yeah, that one's quite good. I would use that one. I don't, yeah. I don't generally. But adults will send me ones, and they're either trying too hard to be rude, or they're very hack ones that you've heard before. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just not, they don't work. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a very weird it's got to be enough for you to have an actual conversation about it yeah. or to break down some, some of them are sort of deliberately designed just to stop the conversation so I'll ask, ask the guests on my podcast have you ever seen a Bigfoot which is basically you know the, the answer to that one is no yeah but speak it's yourself still, but, it's still, but the day well Brian Blessed has seen a Bigfoot but I asked him that question and he didn't talk about that and it's <laughs> like, has seen a Bigfoot. Brian Blessed was walking past a very still lake I would guess and he looked down and they're staring up at him uh, yes but so so, so yeah, so they, so it's, it, I'm quite good at coming up with these questions that are quite good, I think, for people to use generally. Mm. And people will kind of email me and tell me they've been using them in emergency. Like someone who got was in that earthquake in the Himalayas, and they were waiting for. They didn't know if they were about to die, and they were waiting for the emergency service to come and rescue them. <laughs> and, and Richard they, Herring came. Uh, to them. <laughs> they started asking each other these questions to pass the time, oh, and wow. it passed the hour or so. Yeah, yeah. It might have been long. It might have been a week. They were doing the. It kind of kept them going. They work on dates, I think, and Tinder and stuff like that. You know, it's yeah. just, they're a bit more interesting than the questions that people generally ask in those situations. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're on a date, you kind of want to spy each other's families and. Which is fine. Have you got any you brothers or sisters? Yeah, I but mean, you're not really. Yeah. In, no one really cares about that. No. And so, and so, like to actually, you can just get to the nub of something by asking a weird question. Yeah. And if the person goes, well, "That's weird," a you can blame me because it's my question. Yeah. And b you can go, "Oh, they're not that interesting a person because <laughs> they can't they can't cope with these sort of yeah. slightly slightly off the wall questions." It's a great yeah. tool to judge people. It is. Yeah. And I think it's fun to play. Um, you know, I think there's a few. There's, there's some very good books. Richard Osman's book we played last Christmas. Me and my family. They were cup of things I don't know if you've seen that it's really oh. such fun to play there and the Taskmaster book looks like a very good book so my book's in the same sort of area as that that you can on Boxing Day you can yeah. start tossing these questions to each other <laughs> and, and to relatives and some of them are a bit rude yeah and, but there is a section for kids and there is you know and if you're thinking ahead you can look and say will my Auntie Mabel want to be asked. Has she sucked her own cock? Has she sucked her own cock? She won't be asked that one. But there's some rude ones. I think it's great. I think it's great for that party thing of like because I've got a friend who um, for his part of his job he had to go on like a, a mingling course. Right. Where what? you're taught how to mingle. Wow. And like you're taught how to introduce people. So you go, Ah, oh, Helen. This is Richard. He's a comedian who likes bins. <laughs> and this is Helen. Yeah. She's Australian, but not a racist. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then they, you're also also taught how to leave a conversation and I was like oh like how do you do that you know that thing when you're at a party and you've yeah. said everything yeah. you've got to say and you've seen someone more interesting over there you want yes. to talk to and, and he said oh well you, you just go anyway lovely to see you touch them on the arm if you know them well enough yeah, yeah. and then you just go on the boob if you know them <laughs> yes <laughs> touch them well. on the boob honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> it's over levels of intimacy there's levels yeah quick kiss on the ear <laughs> kiss on the 
not, not on the lips, that's too no. much. Yeah. I accidentally kissed my sister on the lips the other day and it was really odd. Mm. Well, she's lesbian, she's probably... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm... Well, no, does it make it more weird that she's a lesbian? Probably. I'll cut it out. Okay. <laughs> I think that's offensive. I haven't really worked out how, but it feels I know, she wrong. does listen to the podcast and then... It's yeah. a good poo book as well, yes. I think. Like, you know, if you want to indulge, if you want to not take oh, your Oh, we phone. all know what you mean. We don't need to paint, you don't need to paint the picture. But that, I don't want to yeah, picture yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I, I like the question in your book that it said, when was the time that you, like, your worst fart? Like, what, what like, cleared <laughs> oh, the room? Yeah. What is your worst fart? I mean, the worst ends? one, the worst fart I ever did was I was standing, I'd been at the theatre, I was a student, it was a student theatre place, not quite nice. It was just like a long corridor that went down to the bar and back up to the theatre and everyone was queuing to go back into the oh God. theatre and I did a fart that was silent but was so mm. bad, I was vegetarian at the time, I was doing <laughs> oh, a lot of no. pulse based uh, pies, yeah. it was so bad I could have just fronted <laughs> it out and, cause, and go, oh. but it was like filled and you know it, one of those heavy farts that doesn't dissipate like that. <laughs> and, and like acrid and stinging and you, even you were going no it's not that's no. not even nice <laughs> and I just had and I just had to run into the toilet because I was so embarrassed it was too late to run into the toilet uh, and did anyone know it was you? Yeah, you everyone, because I'd, 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 I'd run, for, I'd escape. You fled the scene! <laughs> I think I went, oh God, I'm sorry, and oh. ran, ran away. So I could have got away with it, but I think I did sort of fess up, but it was really... I, I, I find my face getting very hot after I've done one, because I, I'm like, <laughs> they know it's me. Like, if you've done, you know, that, yeah. that awful face. Yeah. But I, I, I like your clap. Tell Richard Herring's about your clapping. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I was talking to my neighbour. She happened to be like, uh, you know, quite high up in the BBC, so I kind of wanted to impress her, you know, up and coming comedian, and I was talking to her, and then I just did a really loud fart. But while it's mid conversation, like I was yeah. farting and talking at the same time. So to cover it up, I just, I just started clapping. I was like, I tried to incorporate it in like laughing, clapping. Going, anyway, that was so weird. That was really yeah. Terrible. It's difficult to cope with, and everyone has done this at some point. So everyone should be understanding. If you just say yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, so just to refer back to the running order, uh, Helen, you've written. To be honest, hyphen. I was nervous writing the questions, hyphen. <laughs> hoping they weren't shit. Oh, there we yeah. go. I've That's not it. even a question. <laughs> I just wanted to qualify the risk because I, I was reading the blurb about uh, Richard's book, and I've read some of it. <laughs> I mean, I've skimmed it, but um. <laughs> It's not really something I had to sit down and read the whole thing from cover to cover to proofread it. Yeah, that is not something you want to do. I tell you, by the by, the seven hundredth question, I'd lost the world. Yeah, you, you, you want to dip in. I mean, you do a few and then you and then you put it away and come back to. It. But yeah, you don't want to sit down and read it. No. Because also, you even if you are solo, which as you say, you can sit on the toilet and do. Yeah. It, you're doing it to ask the answer the questions yourself for yeah. yourself, I suppose. Yeah. And think about it. So, well, but it's, it's too. If you always poo on your own, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lifestyle choice. But, uh, but yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not a cover to cover book. I wouldn't say. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, Great. I think that's almost the podcast done, isn't it, Ellie? But wow. we have to do the Scummy Mummy Confessions. Yes. So this is sort of stories of parenting okay. failure, okay. Richard. I, you know, I mean, my wife had a, out of nowhere had a massive, like, one of those rounds that sort of cut. And I, I don't even really know what was underneath. You know, sometimes it's something bubbling underneath. Yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, we had a, and I completely lost my temper, which I never do, and I had to storm out and walk the dog. But I, but I was, I did it in front of my daughter, which I'm really upset about. 
and she was really, but she was quite philosophical in the end. But I sort of stormed out of the house yeah. to walk the dog and slammed the gate and actually broke the gate as I was slamming the gate. So it was, yeah. a, it was a very pyrrhic <laughs> victory because I now have to try and mend this gate that I can't mend. You can't even make a fucking so, lawn. How do I mend the gate? That was a that was a sort of bizarre, but it's sort of weird that that's. You, you are so, and it's and we, me and my wife realised because we never really are, you know had proper arguments before, but it's only when we're tired, and, yeah. and, and just and we're both exhausted, and then you just lose all perspective, yeah, no. and often it's about nothing, and usually it's about me trying to say to my wife, "You're doing something great," and you know you've got to believe in yourself, and she'll take that as, as a negative, and that'll somehow turn into an argument if she's yeah. if she's put herself down and be like, you know, you mustn't put yourself down, and then that will be an argument because yeah. I'm trying to tell her that she's better yes. than she thinks she is, and that's so oh you God, can't that win, can you? Great. Yeah. <laughs> Super it can't fun. win, it isn't. You still managed to turn it into an argument. Oh, oh well, there we go. I know. Good. It's the end of the podcast. Good. Yes. Good. 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 It's yes. finished. Thank God. Well, uh, what would you like to flog to our listeners, Richard? Um, well, listen to my podcast, which is the Square Theatre Podcast. Um, you can buy my book, Emergency Questions, whatever it's called. Yes. Uh, I've got a new DVD out called Oh Frig, I'm 50, which is the, the thing. From your lovely poster with your it, balloons. If you go to gofasterstripe.com, you can buy lots of my shows on downloading DVD if you're old and like DVDs <laughs> as Ellie always says always says physical media <laughs> I abandoned physical media in 2009 so I won't be buying your what is it DVD a DVD that's yeah. yeah, on Netflix crazy there uh, you go and yes. what do you on Twitter and, and the other yeah things? at Herring1967 usually Herring1967 will get you into most of my things just you'll google find, it you'll find google me. You'll Richard find me. Herrings and yes. see what Richard you Herrings. find at not a young dad <laughs> yeah. new one of course uh, you can find us at Scummy Mummies and all the things That's and our right. book is still in print still in print <laughs> yes I think so currently yes. today I bet it's on Kindle as well isn't it yeah it is yeah. always on be on Kindle. Kindle always be on Kindle always on Kindle well yeah. until the apocalypse of course which is coming soon <laughs> true, so as yeah. I perceive it so there we are um, yes and we're doing live shows as always up and down the country absolutely go to scummymummies.com for all those details and do rate, review and subscribe to our podcast and perhaps Richard's yeah, too. Yeah, you know, I feel like that. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> he does quite a good podcast. You should listen to it. It's excellent. Thank you very much, thank Richard you. Herrings, for coming on our podcast. Hooray, thank you for having me. It was lovely. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. And then I just had to tell him because it became apparent that I was still sitting there with bits of wood falling over and, yeah. Oh, but, no. you know, but still. There's a man at the door. Yeah. We're just doing a podcast. Yes, I know. I don't okay. want to interrupt you. Okay. Okay. But you have. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you stood there like a ghost. Story. You can say You can say you, that one. You allowed me to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Interruption then, surely. Mid-sentence. <laughs> really, so. Who is this guy on our podcast? Yeah. What's your name? Carson. Hi, Carson. He's from, he's from Avalon. He, was, he's, oh. he's, yeah, he, he looks after me. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh. He had some women being mean to me and then he came to get you. Exactly. Oh. I'm oh. on the other side of the pond. Oh. I kept sprinting. That's why my glasses are fogging up. Oh. So you can't see that at home. Oh, nice to meet you, Carson. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Oh. Go now. <laughs> That's how you speak to an agent, Ellie. Get out! <laughs> it's about six. <laughs> He looks nice, though. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.